cardboard. Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> corkboard. Corkboard. Okay. <laughs> hey, horror heads. How is everybody doing? Sorry we took a one-week vacation. Um, this story is... A bit of a doozy. <laughs> yeah, I'm on my third glass of twisted tea here because there's a whole lot of fucked up in this. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, and... If you can't tell, she's starting the episode this time. Yes. Um, she might be taking up the whole episode, I, for all I we know. She actually might for all be we know. taking up the whole episode this time. Um, again, this one is... Well, it's not from Jersey. Okay. Did I tell you what this was? No, I don't think you did, no. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> cool, well, it was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> well, I mean, we had that agreement when we started doing this that we weren't going to tell each other what we were doing. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so that it would be a surprise. But yeah. anyway, this one is not in New Jersey, but it is right outside of New Jersey. So it's close. Okay. It's only like 15 minutes to a half hour away. Hmm. And it's another recent one. So I don't know if you'll remember it or not. It was in 2017. I remember, I can barely remember uh, what happened. Now seven he's going to flash the light in here. Great. Thanks, Jane. Anyway, we'll explain that later. Yeah. Okay, so, um, this is another one I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> there were a lot of things out about this at the time, uh, so before I even get started, I'm going to say that I've got my, some of my information from phillymag.com, okay. distractify.com, okay. and the, uh documentary Lost Boys of Bucks County, New Jersey. Okay, so I remember you were watching stuff as remember research Remember I asked this. you because I couldn't get it to play? Yeah. <laughs> and I was really fucking mad. Yeah. Stupid shit. I yeah. found it on Amazon. Ha ha, so fuck you. I can't remember what channel I was trying to watch it on. <laughs> but yeah, I remember oh, you were watching... Oh, Hulu! I couldn't get it on Hulu. Oh yeah, because they wanted it to be part of the live TV bundle, which I'm not spending $80 on or whatever it would have cost us extra. Yeah, that was just fucking nuts. <laughs> anyway! Okay, so. By the way, Hulu, I love you personally. Yeah, I love you too. I was just mad that I started watching it. Couldn't remember where I watched it. Thought I watched it on Hulu. <laughs> Come to find out it was Amazon Prime. So, Amazon <laughs> Prime coming in for the clutch. Okay, so. Um, I'm calling this the Bucks County Boys Murders. Okay. Bo boys as in plural. Yes. So this all takes place in Bucks County, Pennsylvania in July of 2017. So okay. not that long ago. Mm -hmm. um, again, this is another one I remember. It was all over the news. You probably don't remember because that was how many years ago? Let's see. It's 20... As of this recording, it is 2022. That was 2017. So you're looking at five years ago. Yeah. I don't watch the news anyway, so that's, pro I, that's probably why I don't know it. Yeah. And it was like all over. All over. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> Bucks County is only about a half hour. Like I said, 15 minutes yeah. to a half hour away from us. I'm going to go with more like a half hour. So we're going to be talking about uh, four boys and one sick fucking dude. Alrighty. <laughs> a sick fucking dude who also hornswoggled his cousin uh, into... Hell of a word to use. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. You know me. Go big or go home. Yeah. Uh his cousin into these murders with him. 
So wait, the cousin was just like, I don't know if we should be doing this. He's like, no, you're going to fucking do it. And he's like, well, I guess you could put it that way. Well, <laughs> that's kind of how the cousin puts it, yes. Oh, God. And as we delve a little deep into this story, we will see that the premise of it is that the murderer is manipulative mm -hmm. and the cousin might not be all the all the way there <laughs> uh as intellectual as the normal person okay. that's just my speculation from watching that and i watched that that thing twice okay because i didn't want to miss anything which is why this is going to be long <laughs> excuse me so anyway uh wednesday july 5th in newtown pennsylvania mm -hmm. which i know you probably heard of yes 19-year-old Jimmy Patrick is last seen by his grandmother, who was also his guardian. Mm -hmm. He tells her he's going to meet some friends at Chick-fil-A, but she can immediately tell something is totally not cool with him. Like, yeah, because he's going to Chick-fil-A. I'm kidding. <laughs> Trying to break it up a little bit with some, with some comedy. I, I do love their cheesy dipping sauce and I, their waffle fries, but I could live without their sandwiches. Their nugs are good. I, I like their... Frosted lemonade, which is literally just lemonade blended with I've ice cream. It's literally just lemonade blended with ice cream. You can make it here. Oh, shit. I might like that. But their Chick-fil-A sauce is, like, addictive. But I digress. And so is their honey mustard. Have not had their honey mustard. Oh, shit. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Jimmy's mom suffers from schizophrenia, which is why his grandparents had custody of him, and they had him since he was a day old. Fair enough. Um, he was a very smart kid who was accepted into a few colleges that he applied that he had applied to. Mm -hmm. All he had to do was pick the one he wanted to go to. So he was... He was up there. He was smart. Yeah. He had exceptionally good grades, was known to be an awesome awesome writer, and he was even on the dean's list. Well, that's good. So he was very intelligent. Yeah. Not that it would matter if he wasn't, because what happened to him shouldn't happen to no Anyone, matter. Anyone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So his grandmother described him as very responsible. Uh -huh. He had a job and paid for a lot of his own things, That's including good. his grandmother's Prius. Oh, meaning good for him. he bought the Prius from her. Oh, okay. He didn't buy it for her. I was about to say, I'm like, God damn, what's that job? <laughs> I think it was just like a little burger shop or yeah. something like that. Uh, no, he bought it from her. Yeah. So he. They didn't say how many year, how old the car yeah. was or whatever. But anyway, they say to each other. That they love each other and that he says he'll be home soon and that's the last time she ever sees her grandson. Ugh. That's got to be a whole new level of fucked up. I mean, I know personally when the last time I saw your brother, when he peeked around the corner and said, love you, mom, I'll see you tomorrow, and tomorrow never came, I can understand yeah. what she's going through. Because not only is that her grandson, mm -hmm. it's her son. Yeah. She's she was, raising him. Yeah, she was... The guardian of that child, and I'm sure that, like, some part of her, and I'm not saying this to sound insensitive You have anyway. a gut feeling when yeah. something is wrong. But I was gonna say, like, as the guardian, like, you know that some part of her felt like I failed because I let this kid go. I, I, I felt that way. Yeah. And your brother was fucking, what, 30? He wasn't 30 yet. He was going to be 30. Yeah. All right, so they knew something was wrong because he had always come into their room, his grandparents, uh -huh. um, and let them know he was home no matter what time it was. Yeah. And he never came home. So his grandmother starts texting him. She says that he always responds within 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So she begins to panic and, and at a, in total sent 22 text messages 
that he never responded to. Mm. She starts calling all his friends to find out anything she can, and that's when she finds out he did not go to Chick-fil-A, and his friends knew nothing about it. Mm. So this, to me, sounds like he's got a core group of friends. Yeah. And, like, the grandparents are friends with the... The friend group. The friend's parents. Mm -hmm. And so that, you know, they can... Which is great, because you can reach out to them like that. Just like, you know, I mean, I never knew... I knew all of your brother's friends. But you didn't know their but parents. But I didn't know their parents. Yeah. Your brother was a little too old for... Just just like you are a little too old for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't have the same group of friends that you did when you were younger. No. So, I can understand, but... Then again, you and I moved around quite a bit, so it's kind of hard to keep in contact with some of them. <laughs> well, and some of them just weren't worth keeping in contact no. with. So... They check their security cameras in the house, and they see Jimmy throwing something away in the trash in the in the garage because they had a camera in there. Yeah, and that's the last time he's ever seen. And they, um, did they check what was in the trash? Or uh, if they did, that that wasn't in the docu series. So. Yeah, the Newtown po- Township Police are called and given Jimmy's cell number and a description of his car. It looks like a Prius that a grandma would own. <laughs> well, no, he painted it flat black and uh, tinted okay. windows. Like they said all So he decked it out. Yeah, he decked it out. <laughs> and she said to him, it's never going to look like a sports car. It was so cute the way she said it. But. So anyway, um, the last location ping of his phone was in Springfield, Delaware County, which is about 50 miles away. Jimmy's grandfather went... South? Springfield. Springfield, PA is... If it's Delaware, I would assume it's further. Well, it's Delaware County, so I'm going to say closer to Delaware, yeah. Yeah, so south. Okay. Jimmy's grandfather went there and walked through the last location that the phone pinged, and it was a park. Sadly, he didn't find anything, and then they put posters up all around town. Yeah. All right, so now it's day three, mm-hmm. and no sign of Jimmy. Feeling as if the Newtown police weren't doing enough to find Jimmy, they hired a private detective... The P.I. then spoke to Jimmy's friends. As the P.I. was speaking to the police, he is told there is another boy missing. Mm. This one is from Middletown, also in Bucks County. Yeah. So all these, they're all like... With, they're, they're all within a certain yeah, range of each other. Yeah, they're all next to each other. They're all neighbors. Yeah. Neighbors as in counties or neighbors. Yeah. No, I figured that. No, I figured, you know, 50 miles is still a neighbor. <laughs> Well, in some situations, it could be. Yeah, if you live out in the middle of butt-fuck nowhere, but anyway. Yeah. (laughs) There is that. So now we will introduce Dean. Dean Finicaro is 19. I I know. I went to school with a Finicaro, I think. They might be related because that's a unique last name. That's a unique Italian last. Well, yours is pretty unique, too. Well... So anyway, uh, Dean is 19, and he is also missing. Mm. Dean went missing Friday night, two nights after Jimmy. So Jimmy was Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Dean was Friday. Okay. Uh, While they did live relatively close to each other, they didn't run in the same social circles, nor did did they go to the same high school. I was going to say, so they were acquainted, but not like... I I, I don't think they were even acquainted. Okay. Um, Dean was not like Jimmy, however. The police knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Not saying he was bad. But they, they just, they had, they, they had, had a non-record profile of they him. They had some run-ins with him. Even his parents said, look, he was no angel. But, yeah. you know. Uh, 
blah, 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 not saying he was bad, but they knew him due to joyriding issues on his dirt bike and whatnot. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't, like, strictly, like, Ill- like strictly illegal business. Like, he didn't have no robbery charges Yeah, or no actual, like, like, dangerous record. Right. They just were like, hey, man, you can't, be dr- you can't be riding around here. That kind of thing. I mean, from what I got, he did get into other trouble, but I'm leaving that shit out, because no matter what, he didn't deserve this. No. Uh, not to mention, he'd also just gotten a job and was doing better with his life. Yeah. While Dean's mom was away on a pre-planned girls' weekend, Dean and his father go out for Dean's favorite food, which I'm sure you can appreciate, sushi. Hell yeah. (laughs) When they return home, Dean tells his dad that he's going out, but that he would be back in 15 minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. No biggie. Just gonna run out, come back. Gee, that sounds familiar. Yeah. Well, I already know that. My first instinct is let's make a dope dope deal. Yeah. But that's me and (laughs) I've done it. So (laughs) I wasn't, you know, innocent. (laughs) I've done that shit myself. So when his dad asked who he was going with, he said a neighborhood kid. And I was going to say, I feel like the dad was like aware. I I didn't get the impression that his dad was dumb by any stretch of the imagination. I feel like the the kid says that and the dad's just like, just be careful. Yeah, more like, (laughs) get your shit and come the fuck home kind of thing. Um, So he said, you know, oh, a neighborhood kid, that's all he said. And that was the last thing he said to his dad. Uh After an hour, so about 7.30ish, Dean's dad starts texting him and all his calls are going right to voicemail. Hey, man, so you I guess said 15 texting, minutes, where the fuck are you? Right, I guess he's texting him, he's not answering, so an hour later he starts calling, Yeah. and the calls just go right to voicemail. So, the first thing he did I was gonna in the s- morning... So, when he calls, did they say if it rang and then went to voicemail? No, or it just says it just goes right to voicemail. So, the phone was the turned phone off, off or dead, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Uh, so, first thing the following morning, Dean's dad starts calling the cops. Yeah. The hospitals and shit, trying to find his son, which anyone would do. Yeah. He said he could just sense something wasn't right, and that Dean was the type of kid, again, just like your brother, that would tell his dad anything, just like you. No, you could tell me anything, even if it's something I don't want to hear. His dad said he would tell him anything, even if he wasn't coming home, or I'm not going to go to work, or, you know, whatever. So, Dean's dad calls Dean's mom. She cuts her trip short and comes home. Yeah. And Dean's friends haven't seen or heard from him. Mm. So, the neighborhood kid... Quote, air, quote. Air testicles. Um, which we will find out later. Mm-hmm. So, Dean's parents start looking through his social media... That's what I would do. Yeah. But the grandparents, they're not going to think of that at yeah. first because they're older. You yeah. know what I mean? I think she said she was like in her 60s uh-huh. when this all started. they got him. Yeah. When, he, when, they, when they took him in at, at one day old. Yeah. So you figure they're now in their 70s. Yeah. They're not. Social media they're isn't going to be their first thought. They're not as. They're, they're most likely not as tech savvy as someone me that, yeah. or. Dean's parents, or... So, were, you, got, you got that 20-year disparity. I mean, your grandparents are pretty pretty good, but... That's because they But got this them. was also five years ago. Yeah, and our and my grandparents... Learned from me. Yeah, and they're kind and, of... Oh, my They're God. bored a lot, so they're, like, messing around. <laughs> Sometimes I sit here... Your granny loves to send the gifts and the memes, <laughs> and she will send them all the time. I love you, Mom, if you're listening. I know you're probably not, because we curse a lot. But, yes, James, I see you. I see you. 
But sometimes I think, what the fuck, Rhonda? <laughs> you what have you done? I taught my mom how to send gifts and, and memes, and now she does it all the time in text. Which is great, because she's on it with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's good with them. She's quick, and they're and they're they're poignant to the conversation. <laughs> they're good. But it's just like, shit. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> you guys know how we roll. Sometimes we wander off. So anyway, Dean's parents start looking through his social media and come across the name they don't know. And I'll tell you that name in a little bit. Uh, this person was said to be not right in the head, air testicles. Okay. By Dean's friends. Meaning Dean's friends knew know who this person who is. was. Um, but Dean and this person had a mutual love for riding and dirt bikes. Now, I don't know if Dean had uh, a quad or a trike or yeah. just a dirt bike. Any, all the stuff I saw was just dirt bikes, yeah. I think. So, if Dean and your brother would have got along great. <laughs> Alright, so, here we enter Officer Megan Freer. Okay. During her shift at the Newtown Police Department... Officer Megan Freer was told by Dean's friends that he who shall not be named yet, Air Testicles, mm. and Dean were friends who liked to ride dirt bikes and that he lived in Ben Salem. Now, I know you've heard of Ben Salem. Yeah, that's, yeah, I know where that it's is. It's not far. Uh, and before I go any further, huge shout out to this officer who went way far and above for these mm -hmm. families. Officer Freer. Yeah. Okay, so now back to the story. And I actually have that written. And now back to the story. <laughs> so while starting going, right like I do now. Yeah. Well, because you know it makes it more interesting. Yeah. Sometimes you know. Sometimes I have to put humor in this shit <laughs> because it's especially so especially this one fucked me up because while I remember it being on the news and I remembered like trying to like keep up with it a little bit on the news, I didn't know the depravity until oh, until you actually dug in a little bit. Yeah, and it, and it fucked me up a, a little bit. And I'm already fucked up, so... Yeah. Hold on. Now Chapstick you, break. Now you know how I feel. I Why do you think I make such bad jokes all the time? <laughs> Especially during shit like this. Yeah, well, you're gonna need it. Can you look at me the rest of my can? Sure! Keep talking. So, while going through Dean's social media, like I said, the name they found that they didn't know... Drum roll, please! Is Cosmo DiNardo. That's a hell of a name. Dean's dad's exact words were, Who the fuck is Cosmo DiNardo? <laughs> Who the fuck names their kid Cosmo? I think he was named after his grandfather. I think is what they That's... Said. My question still holds. <laughs> so, Officer Freer contacts Ben Salem Police to obtain biographical information. Then again, the only two Cosmos I know of are weird because they're characters. Because one is from Seinfeld. Oh, this one's a character, all right. Cosmo Kramer and then Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> so I had to look up what biographical information was because I wasn't exactly sure. That's like their birth date and all that? Their name, address, date of birth, and the registration, in this case, on his pickup truck. Okay. So basically oh, stuff that you would see in like a police record. Basically. Okay. Um... So she got the biographical information on, you know, his name, address, date of birth, registration on his pickup truck, on Cosmo DiNardo, who, by the way, is 20. So he's around the same age as the other ones because the other, Jimmy and Dean were 19. Yeah. 
So he's from a prominent Bucks County family. They own two very successful trucking and cement businesses. I know what you're thinking. What? Donardo Italian cement business. No, I was stuck on the fact that the two victims we were talking about so far are named Jimmy and Dean. Jimmy Dean. Oh, shit. It's <laughs> good sausage, man. <laughs> so anyway, I thought Italian, prominent, cement. Mob. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm it's, it's a justifiable thing, but... It was just a thought. It's vaguely racist when towards me, live, I think. When you live where we live... That kind of shit can pop up. And when you least expect it. I mean, I mean, we do live in a heavily Italian area. I mean, we talked about, what was it, the Flanders Hotel and how gangs and mob bosses hang out, hung out in the uh, catacombs for the longest time. Uh, yeah. So anyway, she then goes, uh, she then Googles the DiNardo name and finds two properties that the family owns. You could find anything on fucking Google. Mm -hmm, that's the point. The main one in Ben Salem, mm -hmm. and then two other ones in Solbury, and they're right next to each other. I was so going to say, what the fuck is Solbury? Solbury is another town. Yeah. I. But the two properties in Solbury are literally, I think they're stacked like this. So oh, it's like a, it's like like a two-story duplex. It's No, no, no. Properties. Like, acreage here, and then more acreage here. Oh, okay. I got you now. Yeah. I do think I saved the pictures of all that. I am so fucking far behind on the YouTube shit. <laughs> you gotta help me out with the YouTube shit. I'm gonna. I still have to finish research. Any, we'll get to that later. Yes. Continue. Anyway. So yeah, they're very well to do. Yes. Pinky in the air. Hold on. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Hold, hold on. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Let's turn a pinky in the air. Uh -huh. Okay. She's drinking. Sippy, sippy. She's drinking twisted tea. I am drinking coffee with homemade caramel in it. Okay. Officer Freer then calls Dean's cell carrier and finds out his phone was last used. Guess where? In Solberg or whatever it was. In Solberry. Solberry. Okay. So on July 9th, Officer Freer then meets with Officer Forrester from Solberry mm -hmm. and they head out to the Donardo's properties. She explains that Dean is missing and his phone last pinged in that area. Mm -hmm. They drive up there, reaching the property a little after 2 a.m. and realize just how massive the land is. So they're like, it's a set. You good? No, I just saw a shadow out there. God damn it, Jamie. Anyway. They realize how how massive the properties are. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna. We're talking like a big complex kind of area. It's it's like it's all woods and farmland is what. It oh, is. so it's yeah. kind of like uh, the Hillman residence in a way before they got the. Uh, like, ten times larger than that. Christ. Each one. Jesus. Each one. We're talking about the whole town of Rapapo. Uh huh. Minus houses, except for like maybe one house on each property. Christ. Yeah. So. Very well. They find a dilapidated house in a shed. Excuse me. Uh -huh. But they don't see they don't see any visible vehicles. Mm -hmm. So they look inside the house, doors falling off, it's it's dilapidated. They thought, yeah. oh, you know, maybe we'll see some kids partying in there. Yeah, like hey, some squatters or something. Been there, mm -hmm. done that. Which, you know, that with the kids party in places yeah. like that. Yeah. But they don't find anything. So they leave the property about two forty. Freer heads back to resume her, her patrol in her county. Yeah. And Forrester resumes his. 
kudos to Forrester too. Another great officer yeah. because his gut instinct is on fucking point. So Forrester's gut gets the best of him. He radios Freer and tells her he's going back. Mm -hmm. There's something about that shed that bothered him. Because remember, it was closed. So you can't just go and open it. You gotta have yeah. probable cause. Yeah. You know, police rules. Yeah. So um, he goes back and he opens the shed just a tiny bit. And just to kind of look in. Yeah. yeah, just to peek in. Keep in, now, keep in mind, now it's Sunday, July 9th. Uh-huh. 2017. It's now 10 after 3 in the morning. Yeah. As he looks in the shed, he sees a car. Oh, boy. And it looks very out of place. There's no dust, no dirt, no sign of bugs or cobwebs, and he immediately thinks this car is trying to be hidden. I mean, you look at a car in an old, dilapidated shed... And it's com it's pristine. You're going to know... You're going to feel like well, something's up. I mean, even if it's not pristine... It, but it's, it's not like... There's no cobwebs yeah. on it. Spiders build that shit overnight. Yeah. So he looks through the windows of the car to make sure there's, like, no body hidden in the car and then looks outside and sees there's tire marks in the grass, and I'm pretty sure I got pictures of that. Leading from the dirt road, because it's a dirt road. Yeah. It's not, like, paved or anything on this property. Now, was it, a, was it the truck that he found in the shed, or? It, it was a car. Okay. Um, it was the Prius. No. Okay. Uh, it gets so much worse. Oh. So anyway, they uh, there's no body in the car. Then he looks outside the car and sees tire marks in the grass leading from the dirt road uh -huh. to the shed. And they're fresh. You can tell old tracks, especially at 309 in the morning. Yeah. There's going to be dew on the ground. Yeah. So you're going to see that. Yeah. He calls dispatch and tells them to run the car, which comes back to a Thomas Mayo from Plumstead Township. Okay. So now this is a different name. Yes. As soon as she says Thomas Mayo's name, a cop from that town tells Forrester that Mayo's mother was in the station earlier that day and reported him missing. So now we have so now Thomas is the third the third teenager missing. This is now three missing boys. Okay. Uh, and one of their cars is now on Donardo's land. Yes. So Freer rushes to, uh, Officer Freer rushes to Donardo's home in Ben Salem to try to get some fucking answers. I mean, yeah. I don't blame her. Now we've got three boys missing. missing. One, one of boys, them is, is. One boy's car is hidden in your fucking. And the other shed. one was last seen, was last known to have contact with you. <laughs> well, not so much to have contact with you, but. They know you. you they know you. Yeah. Exactly. And they just so happen to be missing. <laughs> so Cosmo's mother, Sandra, answers the door and Officer Freer asks to speak with him just to see if he had seen the boys or yeah. do anything or about where they could be. And she even says on the interview that Sandra, the mother, seemed more air testicles concerned that there was a police officer at the door. Than the kid's missing. Than the kid's missing or why she was there. Like... Oh, this is going to look bad on me because there's a cop at my door. <laughs> uh, well, if you don't cooperate, it's going to look even fucking worse, lady. <laughs> right. So, Sandra says he's not home and wouldn't be home until later. So, Officer Freer doesn't let on that she thinks Cosmo has anything to do with this or that yeah. he's in trouble. Nothing like that. Just wants it to was know if he like knows a, anything. Hey, does he know anything? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, Freer then starts contacting the other departments. Yes. And she finds out that Tommy Mayo's friend, Mark Sturgis, is also missing. So now that's four. 
Holy fucking shit, Batman. We've got four boys. That's crazy. Missing. We now find out that Dean, Tom, and Mark all went missing on the same day. Oh, shit. July 7th. And you said... Which is... Three days? Friday. Yes. Because Jimmy went missing Wednesday. So he went missing on the 5th. 5th. The others went missing on the 7th. It is now the 10th. It is now... Right. So you're looking at almost the week that the first kid's been missing. But the last time Jimmy was seen was Wednesday the 5th. Yes. Then Dean, Tommy, and Mark, the last time they were all seen was the 7th. So that was two days after Jimmy. Yes. Buh, buh, buh. You want to talk about... So we're looking at about, uh, like, five five days since we're this shit... We're talking about four boys missing in two fucking days. Basically. And at this point in the your report here, it's been at least five days since it started. Yes. And Dean, Tommy, and Mark all went missing, not only on the same day, mm-hmm. but between 6.30 and 7.30. All three boys went missing... Within an hour. Within an hour. That's crazy. It... it it gets so much worse. This is what this is why I'm drinking. Okay, so the police begin to think, oh, I don't know, these might be related. <laughs> I mean, I can kind of understand it would be different if all the boys were in the same town, same location. It would be like three people from our town going missing. Or three people from East Greenwich going missing. Yeah. Or three people from Paulsboro all going missing. All at the same time. Or Bridgeport all at the same time. But not one from Paulsboro, here, Bridgeport, East Greenwich. If some... Well, our cops are really smart around here, so they probably would would put two and two together. (laughs) But, okay, say like Deptford or Westville and East Greenwich. Yeah. They may not think of it that way. Yeah, they'll be like, that's weird. And that's probably a better, a more accurate, like, idea of, like, the location-wise of these counties. Yeah. Even though we are all in the same county. Town-wise, that's probably more accurate than anything else. All right. Where was I? Da, 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 da. Uh, oh, Mark and Tom were best friends. Okay. Dean knew Cosmo through riding dirt bikes. Mm-hmm. How does all this tie in? Mm-hmm. We are gonna get there. We we gonna get there. Okay. Let's talk about Mark. Mark's mom describes him as a down to earth guy who would take people under his wing. He was kind of like I. They showed pictures of him, and I have pictures of him. He was like, you know, like the big cuddly guy. Yeah. Um, he had a habit of not charging his phone and wouldn't be on social media much. He rather lived in the present moment. She said his phone could be dead for days and he wouldn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. She said, that, you know, it wouldn't matter. He didn't care. Mm-hmm. He was living in the moment, which I really think more of us need to do that. Mm-hmm. Myself included. Um, this is why she didn't panic at first when she couldn't reach him by his phone on Saturday. Remember, he went missing on Friday. She yeah. figured he was with Tom, who was his best friend. Yeah. Who we know now is, is also missing. Them. Yeah. But at the same time, they didn't know that. So, mm-hmm. chapstick break. <laughs> Gotta love the chapstick break, I need to folks. take stock in this shit. I really do. <laughs> I used to use, what was that? The other one, the egg-shaped one. Yeah. I don't like that one anymore. The, uh... 
I want to say Mio, but that's my water enhancer. It was something like that. Yeah. Eos. Eos. Okay, so it wasn't until Mark didn't show up at work that she began to worry. Mm hmm. Because he was extremely reliable and he didn't miss work because he loved his job. Yeah. It, I think it was in like another burger type job. Yeah. Um, Tom's mom. Tom's mother is extra worried because he's diabetic and had to have his kit on him at all times. Yeah. And Tom's car was the car that was found on the, the property. Yeah. Property. Um, I think I might have touched on this towards the end. That information, I believe, came from one of the officers because Tom's family didn't really participate in that. Yeah. Uh, it might have been too hard on them. Yeah. Um, so I don't have a whole lot of information on Tom, and I do think I say that later on, so... We'll get to it. <laughs> if I repeat myself, my bad. <clears throat> so back to the car. When police go back to search the car, they find the keys and a title against the wall. Now, I know I have pictures of that. So it's a it's like a, a garage. Mm-hmm. And with any garage, you've got like an electrical box. Yeah. And the keys were like on the electrical box and the title was like stuffed behind like the wire. Mm. Like, you know, the wire that comes down. Yeah. It was like stuffed in there. Who the fuck does that? Yeah, that's you a You don't fucking place. put that shit there. You no. keep the title in your house. You don't yeah. even keep your... You should never keep your title in your car, you dumbass people. Yeah. Because if someone steals your fucking car, all you gotta do is forge your goddamn signature. Mm -hmm. uh, it ain't rocket science. Yeah. I digress. Anyway. <clears throat> I do have... I, I'm almost positive I put that on there. But anyway. Uh, inside the car is Tommy's diabetic kit. Mm-hmm. He's extremely diabetic, and he keeps that on him at all times. So the fact that it's not... It, the fact that it's still in the car... Yeah, and he's now been missing 48 hours and without his meds. Yeah. So Mark's mom is now going through his Facebook. Yeah. Now, Mark's mom is probably my age. Uh-huh. So she's probably as savvy as I am. I might be a little more savvier than the average bear, <laughs> but she comes across Dean. Mm-hmm. So now we know... That they're all connected in some Dean, way. Knows Mark. Yes. On Facebook. Yes. Okay? And Mark is friends with Tom. Mark and Tommy are best friends. Mm hmm So they now know that Dean and at least Mark... Are... Know each other to some are extent. Are friends on Facebook. So then she calls Dean's house. She goes through the white pages and shit. She yeah. said, like, old school... Yeah. ...research. And finds Dean's house number and calls their house and reaches his dad. She asks Dean's father what could be going on, and he tells her how Dean just disappears. Yeah. So after that call, Dean's father gets a call from a PI that Jimmy's grandparents hired. Yes. So now... Now it's all connected, because now Jimmy's dad, uh, Jimmy's dad is just like... Or no, Dean's dad is like, all right, too many people are calling me about this kind of stuff. <laughs> right. So Jimmy's grandmother keeps saying, I don't think any of this is connected to Jimmy's disappearance. Because she didn't know the other boys. Yeah. I'm sorry, but this sounds a little bit like denial. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. Grief. But denial nonetheless. My ass would be thinking five steps ahead, mm. though, and my gut would be telling me, yo, this is all fucking connected somehow. Mm -hmm. This is some sort of shit show. Yeah. And it's all fucking connected. Mm -hmm. Jimmy's grandmother did, however, recognize Cosmo's name. Oh. Because he graduated the year before Jimmy did. From the same school. So Jimmy and Cosmo did go to the same school. So, so they lived 
close, close enough. enough near each other. And as far, and for all we know, they could have known each other in passing. Because they went to the same high school. So. And for all we know, they could have known each other. They actually could have known each other for the three years that they were in the same school together. Right. Yep. So now Dean's dad, Anthony, has yes. a tip for Officer Freer. Their neighbor has security cameras. And guess what it caught? Hmm. Cosmo's truck around the time Dean went missing. Mm. Now it's time to go back to Cosmo's parents' house. Knock, knock, knock. Hmm. Excuse me. So Cosmo and his parents, you know, arranged to meet with the cops voluntarily. Yeah. I wonder if his pants had any shit in them. Uh. At that time. I mean, I don't know. Mine were. I mean, when if you're... If your vehicle is caught on camera, going, leaving the area of Dean's house. Yeah, especially when, it was probably like right after Dean left, too. It was. was. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll be back in 15 minutes, Cosmo's truck, and gone. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So now at this point, there's no evidence yet, so they have to question him carefully, and Cosmo says he has no idea where these boys are, or what happened to them, but he did admit to being with Dean that Friday. He said that him and Dean got into an argument, mm-hmm. and he kicked Dean out of his truck and left him on the side of the road. I've heard that shit before. Mm-hmm. I have heard that shit before. Cosmo then says he was going fishing, and that he was doing so until 9 p.m. Who the- How the fuck are you fishing until 9 p.m.? I was going to say, who the fuck fishes until that time? Your ass can't even see your bait to fucking put it on the hook. No. Unless you're using... Come the- on, dude. Unless you're using a plastic one that don't fall off. Yeah. You're not. But you don't do that shit around here. No. You you... use live bait. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I mean, oh, Lord Jesus. (laughs) At this time, the cops reached out to the media, Uh and it was all over the news, which is obviously how I saw it. Yes. It it also grabbed national attention, too. Yes. Uh, So now the media is digging into him. Mm-hmm. And you know how they can find all the shit. Oh yeah, they, they have the money. The media has way too much money for their own good. <laughs> this is a long story in detail, but I'm trying to like not miss anything. Yeah. Because these boys deserve. Yes. Even though they got him, they deserve the recognition that it doesn't matter if they did something stupid in their past, like ride dirt bikes down the street, or you know what they thought they were going to do. They didn't deserve this shit. Mm-hmm. Um. Fucking dudes. Well, you know, we'll see here shortly. Anyway, as you can imagine, people are scared. Yes. The police had been out to deal with Cosmo about two dozen times. Fits of anger towards his family, outrageous behavior. The cops knew exactly who he was. Yes. Uh, But because his mom and dad had this, The extra cash, yeah. It all got swept. Yes. Money. It's... Ugh. So the media finds out that Cosmo has a mental health issue. Mm-hmm. And I read that he was bipolar as well as having schizophrenic issues. I'll get to that into the end, you know, at the cool. end. Cool. Two things you wish didn't go together. <laughs> exactly. Because I found an article that comes from his air testicles, parents' point of view, mm. um, and his mom talks about it. I mean, I get it. You're his mom. You're trying to defend him. You're fun. But your son's... Anyway. Your trust fund baby's a monster. <laughs> So, a few months before these boys went missing, he actually was charged with having a firearm, which he's not allowed to have due to his mental mental issues. issues. 
So the cops know who he is. Mm-hmm. They've already got him for aggressive behavior, having a firearm. Probably illegally at that. I mean, he also showed erratic behavior on social media, which I know I have pictures of. Mm-hmm. Um, he's holding a gun looking crazier than a goddamn raccoon in a bear trap. It's probably like, okay, so... With a laser pointer on it! I was gonna say... The people my age will probably understand this reference. It'll be like the episode. It'll be like the one meme where it's uh, it's Daniel Radcliffe looking like he just got in a like in a fight in a back alley, and he's got like two guns in his hands. He has like a crazed look on his he face. He definitely has the crazed look. I'll send you that picture so you can add it to the thing because the, the people who know what I'm talking about are probably giggling right now. Oh shit! I got a lot more to get through. Yeah, right. we'll make it a part two. A mini yeah, part two if we had to. Part two. All right, so even Cosmo's close friends all said they had some sort of disconnect with him and that he constantly harassed girls online in a demeaning manner as well as a sexually explicit manner. He'd often sell guns and shoes Ugh. online too. I guess like Facebook Marketplace yeah. or whatever. And the pic I saw of the shoes had like a 50 cal round. Just sitting next to him. In front of him. Like that's the mentality of this kid. Hey, you want these shoes? Here's my gun. Here's my ammo. <laughs> Here's my big old fucking bullet, dude. 50 cal for scale. <laughs> All right, so they have so the, through the dash cam stuff that like looks for stolen cars. They have like this. Little, yeah, they were able to detect that Tommy's car was near Cosmos. Mm-hmm. Just a quick mention to that. That's all. Mm-hmm. Since he said that he didn't know where he was and said he was fishing. Remember? Yeah. Yes. So tips came in that Tommy was trying to sell uh, that Cosmo was trying to sell Tommy's car. Ugh. Jesus. With all this info, they rearrest Cosmo. Mm-hmm. For a gun charge, and got a search warrant mm-hmm. for the Solberry Police, the Solberry Police properties, the Solberry properties. Yes, which equals about ninety plus acres. Remember how I told you? How yeah, it's two were? massive areas. Yeah. As the search team enters an old barn, they find blood, and a lot of it. And I think I have pictures of that too. Ugh. Consistent with like a critical or very serious injury is what is said on there. Like that's how much. So. I, okay, I'm not going to say it, but I think we all kind of have an idea of where that is going to lead to. I will get to that. Yep. So in the midst of all this, Dean's father gets a call from his cell phone provider saying that someone on his account has called 911. Mm. He calls the cops to tell them, and it turns out a cop found Dean's phone and called 911 to identify the phone. Mm. So that had to be... That had to be heartbreaking. So it, thinking someone you someone had found so the phone. So they shut or... Dean's phone off. Yeah, it wasn't dead. They just shut it off. So when the cops turned it on, they dialed nine one one to this see is Dean's phone, phone to see whose phone it was. Yeah. So the hits keep coming. These families find out that Cosmo has made bail. Daddy bailed him out. Of course, hundred thousand dollars. Oh, that's probably fucking chump change to those people. Now people are really scared because this kid is out on bail and could have done something in the disappearance of these boys. Yeah. Wednesday, July 12th. So this is a full week after Jimmy disappeared. The team find a huge pile of rocks with fresh dirt underneath. I I have to find a picture because... What in the fresh grave hell is that? Yeah, I mean, these rocks are massive. There's just no... It's not like a natural occurrence. One rock over here, one... Not a mound of them with fresh dirt underneath. Yeah. You're hiding something, yeah. dumbass. So anyway, they start digging, and six feet down, they start smelling gas. Oh, boy. 
at this point, they know they've they've got to get Cosmo back behind bars. I mean, it, his family has money. They could have hit him. You know what I mean? Yeah. $100,000 clearly was no thing because they just bailed him the fuck out. At some point, they're going to be like, all right, this kid's costing us too much money. we got to stop bailing him out. You know what I mean? Yes. Go get me a beer. Keep going. Fridge, bottom shelf, yeah, and then do you know where my huggy is? Yes. All right. So they charge him this time with stealing Tommy's car, uh -huh. and the bail was set at 5 Million dollars this time. Bail? Yes. Well, they're trying to make sure he don't get the hell out. Yeah. So the search team keeps digging, and they hit metal. Hmm. And it's an oil tank. Oh. They call it the pig roaster. Okay. And then beneath that, they find a blue tarp. Oh. On Thursday, July thirteenth. 2017, which, my birthday, yeah. they find human remains. Oh, no. Based on the clothing and tattoos, they now know where three of the boys are. Tommy buried there? He buried three of them there. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, which huggy did you want? The metal one. Oh, that one. Got it. Uh, it's Tommy, Dean, and Mark. So Jimmy's still missing. Yes. Okay. All three had traumatic injuries and burns. Uh-huh. And like you said, Jimmy is still missing. Cosmo wasn't talking unless he had a deal. Life sentence without the death penalty. And here's his story. Are you ready? Yes. No, but yes. <laughs> he said his killing spree started with Jimmy and that he was, in, he was the middleman in dealing drugs. He wasn't making any money on the deal with Jimmy. He was just selling him a large amount of the pot. Yes. So, not like hardcore drugs, just the pot. Uh-huh. Oh, I lost my place. Cosmo picked Jimmy up with the purpose of selling him the pot. Uh-huh. He tells Jimmy, let me see the eight grand. So, I guess Jimmy was supposed to have, like, eight grand. Yeah. And he only had 800. He then tells Jimmy, you don't have the money. This is horrible. This is not good for me. Then, and I think this part befuddles me the most, uh -huh. Cosmo says, I could sell you a gun. Why is he saying that if Jimmy is short on cash? I know, right? I, like, I, I, I don't get it. Does that make sense to you? Oh, you're supposed to have eight grand for this pot. You're you only have 800. I'll just sell you a gun instead. I, I mean, I don't know. So anyway... They get out of Cosmo's truck, and he hands Jimmy a shotgun. And for the record, I've never heard of anybody selling a fucking shotgun. For 800 For 800 800 It ain't happening. Nope. Excuse me. Jimmy goes to shoot it, and Cosmo shoots him with a different gun, killing him right there. I believe it was a handgun that he shoots him with. Jesus So Jimmy Christ. goes to, like, test the shotgun, and... Bang! Right behind him. He fucking shoots him. Then this Cosmo is a, says... This is a trap. Was the entire time. Bang! Yeah, like, uh, he never had any intention on it. So then Cosmo says, he gets his backhoe, digs a hole. Drops Jimmy in it. Says a prayer for him, this fucking bastard. That is and, a dick move. And buries him. I don't think he ever says a fucking prayer. First of all, you wouldn't have done what you did. Yeah. Fucking jerk off. Yeah, really. So anyway... Now he starts talking about the other three. Because mm -hmm. now the death penalty is off the table. So we're going to cut this one right here because we're starting to close in on our time. 
Uh, the next episode, which will be part two of the Bucks County Boys Disappearance Slash Murders, uh, we will finish this up and we will hear what he says about the next... We will start off with what he says about the three that were buried all together. Okay? Yes. So, Don't worry, guys. The next episode will follow this one. Don't worry, because this is too this much is fucked up in this. Oh, yeah. And I'm... Yeah, and we still got to get to yours. So, yes, there <laughs> will be a part two. So, hang in there, guys. And thank you for listening to Horror Cultural, where we grow love for all things spooky and macabre, and whatever the fuck's going on here at this point. Well, spooky and macabre. Oh, this is 100% more than macabre. Fucking morbid. And don't forget to follow us on our socials. We are Horror Cultural at... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we have any followers on Twitter yet? No! Why don't we have any fucking Twitter followers yet? I don't know. We'll figure something out for that. Um, we also have a YouTube, which we do still have to, uh, we're probably just, we could just probably mass upload. We're gonna have to, because yeah. we're way fucking behind. Oh, yeah. You can also email us at? Horrorcultural at gmail.com, uh, with any, like, stories that you would like us to look into, any stories you want us to bring up. Any stories you might have. Yeah, we will, maybe one day if we get enough emails, or any emails. <laughs> <laughs> We'll do, like, a fan mail episode or something. <laughs> we are going to have a merch store at some point, too. Um, Just not for a bit. When we get more people that actually listen to us. Please don't forget to rate us five stars on Spotify. Um, I'm still working on this RSS shit, people. <laughs> as tech-savvy as I can be, I am sometimes so fucking stupid it's not even funny. But we're working on it. Anyway, guys, we're going to uh, let you go. We love you. Thanks for listening. And we'll the see next you. episode will be coming out not too long after this. Maybe the same fucking night. Who knows? Just so we can get this whole story out to you guys. Yeah, because <laughs> there's more fucked up in this to come. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. See ya.